0: From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, Pastor Joe Sutton.
1: Hey, good afternoon, everyone. This is Pastor Joe Sutton. Uh, Coming back at you again once more, you know, coming to enjoy this nice, 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 wonderful day uh, that we have here. Uh, The fair was good. I heard it broke lots of records. It broke my heart. Uh, (laughs) Never air that show again, man. Golly, I lost track of time. Out there, uh, you know, just a, a it was a great time though. You know, just as a crowd, me and crowds just don't get along. It's that it's that urban in me. I don't like crowds and lines. You know what I mean? Bad things happen in crowds and lines. <laughs> you, can't, you can't run away. You can't get away real quick. Uh, so you're going there. But you know, uh, we've been talking about worship and uh, the last couple of weeks, and uh, I hope you enjoyed my guest Ryan Daniels. I always enjoy Ryan. Ryan's a just a, a, a phenomenal guy, and just his insight into worship is always intriguing to me uh I, i'm not a, a worship leader but i am a worshiper that's just that's how i i maintain my sanity my sanity is by worship uh you know it's, it just my kids know when they get in the car with me it's it's either going to be talk radio or daddy going to be singing you know <laughs> it's one of the two you know what i mean sometimes I make them chime in and, and we play a game you know i was telling out of church the other day that a bible study that Uh, You know, what I do with my my with little kids, I always play this game because I I don't I don't watch uh, TV. I don't believe that uh, anybody should watch more than, you know, four to six hours of TV a week. So so when they come by, they're always looking for something to do. And so, you know, you got to make your house like an adventure. You know, I mean, I let them run all over the house. Let them do things. I I don't have a problem with that. But the one thing that we always do is we play church. You know, we, we, we play church. Everybody got to pick a song. Everybody got to lead a song. Uh, you know, then we kind of rotate who's going to be the pastor. And as I say, it uh, it breaks me because I'm the only one with an offering. So when we take offering, I'm usually the only one. <laughs> Putting the money in the, in, in the plate, you know, because they don't have any money. You know what I mean? But, you know, it's it's uh, just an old adage I learned in education that you remember 10% of what you hear. Twenty percent of what you read, fifty percent of what you see, and ninety percent of what you see, hear and do. And so worship is a see, hear and do. And so, you know, teaching them songs and, and relating those songs to the topic, uh, is is just a fun little game that, that I like to play with my grandkids and uh, anybody's kids that, that they come by my house and try to make it try to make it fun. Keep you know, keep some little cars around, do something like that. Still a youth worker at heart. Uh, teaching little kids how to play Stratego <laughs> and then taking all their little pieces. That's always fun. So, but today, you know, it, dovetailing in the worship uh, and coming into this time of year, uh, this time of year, you know, biblically is a very important time of year. Be, being an agricultural society, uh, the harvest is, has come in. And so now with the harvest in, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, nobody's really working. You know, everybody has this free time. And so it's no wonder that all the high holy days uh, in the Bible come during the fall after harvest. Uh, the first one up, which was, you know, last last Monday is Rosh Hashanah, which is the new year, you know, where you have a new year. And and, and it it kicks off this 10 day period, nine, 10 day period, depending on how you count it, of where you're supposed to uh, look at your life. Uh in, inspect your year, review it in your mind, uh, you know, see where you fall in short, and then on Yom Kippur, you know, repent of those things. That's the day of repentance. It it ends with Yom Kippur where you, you repent of those things, you do uh whatever you need to lay down and you're basically renewing renewing your commitment to God. You you're you're asking him like David did, created me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. And and the reason uh, that they're coming off of talking about worship is that worship always sets the table, uh, you know, for for God to speak, whether it's through his preacher, whether it's through his prophet or whether it's just a miracle in your life. You know, what I mean, when you look at uh, what when what worship has done, uh, when Hezekiah was required to worship and in going into battle and God went before them or whenever they went to the temple, you know, as Solomon prayed that whenever they come to the temple, you know, honor you and worship you that you would heal their land, you know what I mean? And so we we look at that that, that act of worship that goes in there. And worship is not limited to the, the musical instruments and, and and song. You know, uh how we live our life is is worship. You know what I mean? How we work, how we play, how we how we feast, you know, uh how we relax. You know, you know, we should be doing everything in our life, you know, to the glory of God. So you, you had this time here where you had this, the, the, the new year. You know, I always found it amazing. Uh, one of the things when I, I was studying culture in I, my late high school days and, and college days, I studied different cultures and I realized that, you know, it was in 1977, you know, all around the world. You know, and 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 coming to that realization that it wasn't 1977 was was a little shocking to me. You know, what I mean, it was a little shocking to me because I'm like, uh, it's 1977, right? You know, that's what it is. And then to start looking and say, no, that that's the that's the Roman calendar, and you know, you have BC and AD in in in, in the Western civilization or or where Rome conquered. But then other nations had another calendar. Like this year is it's fifty seven seventy nine in the Jewish calendar. And, you know, when when Rosh Hashanah comes, it'll be fifty seven eighty. That's five thousand seven hundred eighty, you know, and, and they say they count that from creation. And, you know, and we're in 2018. Right. And so, you know, then China, I, I I'm not sure I didn't do research, but China has a different set of years. But you know, for for commerce and and dealing with the West, since the West has the economic power base, you know, we tend to go around and say, you know, twenty eighteen. I know sometimes it's confusing to me when I'm in other nations and they put the date first, then the month, then the year. You know what I mean? And I'd be like, I'd be messing up on my little my little intake thing because I they be, said, "What's your birthday?" My birthday is eighteen o two fifty nine. I'm like, no, it's o two eighteen fifty nine where I'm from. You know what I mean? And so. So you have to always switch things up and realize that 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 everything doesn't necessarily run on your calendar. And then that's when that this discovery to me is what uh, led me down the trail of looking at uh, as what we would say messianic thought or going back to my Hebrew culture, because, you know, looking at the different cultures and seeing what they were about and understanding the different religions and that associated with different cultures. And then looking at the fact that, you know, here I am, you know, contemplating on whether I'm going to give my life to Jesus or not. And, you know, and then I just want to separate uh, what was Bible from that, which was culture. Yeah. And and realizing that God was speaking to a, a Hebrew people. And therefore some of the things he said, I don't really understand. You know what I mean? When you know, like when he said Jesus wept, you know, when I think Jesus wept, you know, a tear rolled down his face, right? He's a man. He just just one little tear rolled. down. <laughs> but in the Hebrew culture, when you wept, you wailed, you know what I mean, you were loud, you you know you just let it all go, you know what I mean, and that puts a different light on it because as I read that verse from from my uh chauvinistic man point of view, I think just like one tear rolled out of his eye, you know what i mean and and then he did what he had to do and took care of business instead of understanding what what those things really mean and what what was really associated all was there, you know even when i when you read about Abraham. And the angels show up, right? And he prepares a meal for them. You know, I'm thinking, you know, he walked in the kitchen, you know, he went in the refrigerator, he pulled out some meat, you know, <laughs> you know, he cut the oven on, you know, they baked the bread. That that, but if you don't understand what how it really, really was back then, you know, what I mean, you know, what it took to bake a loaf of bread in the desert, you know, what I mean, you know, have you ever been camping and and tried to you cook certain foods? You know what I mean? You know, then you start understanding that they had to they had to kill the animal. It wasn't no refrigeration. They had to kill the animal, skin the animal, drain the blood, prep them, do all that. Man, these cats—they didn't just eat. You know, they had to wait to eat. You know what I mean? You know, and and so it wasn't just a, you know, oh come by two three hours and then go home. No, it was a you was there for a minute. You know what I mean? Then to eat and go back that route. So, but and we tend to look at it from our context a lot of times. And to me, this time of the year, you know, the, and, and we do it with, with our, our new year, which is, you know, December 31st to January 1st. You know, people make resolutions. People look at their life and say what they want to leave in the previous year, what they want to bring into this year. You know, that's a tradition of a lot of cultures. But you really see how God subscribed and commanded that, you know, of his people that they take this time, a 10 day period. You know, to uh, introspection, to look, to to observe, to get ready. This is a holy time, you know, because you're expecting God to, you know, to wipe this slate clean. In our new year, it's we don't really need God. It's, we make our own resolutions and we do our own thing. But this is where you're really dependent on God and you're really dependent on him to do that. You know what I mean? And so, so this time of year, to me, is, is a time of reflection. It's also the beginning of my ministry year. Uh, you know, I start my ministry here in, in the fall because, because of the nature of what what we do, and the heaviest part of our outreach and the heaviest part of our kid contact is in the summer. When it hits August, we're tired, man. It's like, we crossed the finish line. You know what I mean? It's like, whoo! I've been seeing them kids every day since June. You know what I mean? I need a break. You miss them, but then you also enjoy the time the time you have. Uh, you know, just to do some things. And, and you, in my household, uh, you know, this is the end of the year, beginning of the year for us. August is the end of the year. You know, we do a family trip. We get together. Uh, now we have to do that family trip in December because kids are in school. Everybody starts school different. You know, some of my grandkids started school August 18th. You know what I mean? The sun didn't start till this, you know, uh, after Labor Day. So, but at least everybody's out. December, we can all meet somewhere. And, uh, and, and worship together and, and have fun together and, and keep that family bond and, and the goals intact. you know. But this time of year for me is, is when I plan my year. I plan my preaching schedule. I plan uh, out my Bible studies I'm going to teach, uh, what I'm going to pour into my different leaders. I just spend a lot of time praying and and getting away and, uh, and, and thinking and saying, Lord, what do you want me to do? And, and I wrap it around you know, these feast, you know, because you know, I've just learned something in my life. The the closer I live my life to scripture, the better it is. <laughs> uh, Proverbs says, trust in the Lord with all that heart and lean not on thy own understanding and all that ways acknowledge him and he will direct that path. You know, I'm not religious with it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not uh, uh, a legalist turning back to the law of Moses or anything like that but it's just good to 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 be in that atmosphere to be to wrap yourself around around you know God's word and and uh depend on God to do what he said he's going to do and in, in the midst of that so in Yom Kippur your, the day of atonement you know what I mean or or repentance we we see uh we see Christ you know we see Christ and we see Christ you see Christ in and, and, and the taking away of our sins and 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 uh back then they they needed this day you know, what I mean, you know, because the blood of goats and sheep can only temporarily provide cleansing. But we all know that the blood of Jesus, you know, cleanses forevermore. It never loses its power. And, you know, and it's it's always a good time to to reflect when you can take when you can take a person through the Bible and let them see Jesus in the old and in the new and, and to walk around there and have a great understanding of that. And to me, I got to add, you know, I got to be like my boy, David. I got to add that worship component to it. You know what I mean? I got to, I got to add that. I got to, I got to give him his due, you know, during, during this time of year. And, and then we're going, if you listen to Isaiah 61, the radio ministry of, of the Lord church. Uh, you know, I just want to uh, thank everyone that, uh, uh, came out to our church to see my son kick off his, his, uh, comedy tour. You know what I mean? It's, uh, you know, he wants to get out there and, and do the funny for Jesus. And uh, and so uh, some people say he didn't steal it, you know what I mean, because of, because of the way my personality is, or the way my family is, period. We're it's, it's just a family full of comedians. Uh, but, you know, he's he's barking out there, and, and uh, you know, when he first started, he wasn't that funny. But he's funny now, you know what I mean? You know, he goes by juice the comedian because uh, saying he's Joe Sutton, he gets tired of, he gets tired of people saying you're kind of young to be Joe Sutton, and he got to explain that he's the third, you know, <laughs> and not and not the second or the first, and going in that route. But yeah, we we're talking about just this time of the year, uh, you know, of, of of looking into your life, and and then and just allowing God to show you and shape you some things. I want to start off a story for you before we go into the break uh, about a time where you know, that I really, really, really had to make some decisions in my life. And I really, really need to hear from God. And it was it was lining my life up with this time of the year saying, God, you know, I want to come out new. I want to begin my life anew with you that uh, I was able to make that decision and uh, take a a move in my life to change my life forever. So after the break, we'll take a break right now and come back and uh, have a good time. If it was 1990,
0: you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D
1: batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in.
0: Alexa, play the Mission Minneapolis.
1: Throw out that old beaver and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 980 The Mission Bible Teachers and Ministries with Alexa and Amazon Echo. A great announcement! Sound like the walls of Jericho about to come down. <laughs> uh, welcome back to Isaiah 61, Radio Ministry, of Spirit of the Lord Church. Uh, I'm Pastor Joe Sutton, and I'm I'm here today. And we're uh, just talking about the uh, the fall festivals, the fall festivals, the, the 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 Jewish festivals that are that come in the fall: Rosh Hashanah, uh, Yom Kippur, and then uh, the festival of shelters, you know, or Sukkot. And uh and you know, I was telling you about a story about when I had to make a decision. You know, I I I was volunteering for an organization called You for Christ in Houston, Texas. And I was working I was a volunteer, but I worked thirty plus hours a week. You know, I was single, and when you're single you got time, you <laughs> because if you stay home, you get in trouble. You know what I mean? So I just stay busy. And 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 they came to me with the proposal of of uh, of of taking over going full time, you know, really working full time and doing what I do, you know, basically there, you know, I guess they want me to work 60 hours a week instead of 30. And, uh, and so I really thought about it, man, but my whole life, you know, I had, I had always been in business. I had always been in business. I always, you know, I never worked a job till I was 23. I, I, I did sales. I, I I did stuff. I just, Always, as we say in the urban context, I always had a hustle, you know, outside the urban. So I was an entrepreneur. <laughs> but, um, and so I really thought about it and I said, God, I, you know, I'm, I'm sit up there and I, I watch these guys trying to raise support, uh, you know, barely making it. And, and I was like, no, I said, I would be better served making money and supporting a staff person. You know, and I have somebody on the mission field, a couple of people that I personally support, they wouldn't have to worry about nothing. You know, what I mean, I make sure they have everything they need. And but the Lord wasn't having it. And I and I remember sitting up there and I said, I said, Well Lord, you know, you know, this my buddy said, you know, this is the Jewish New Year's coming up. You know, you don't want to go into the year the way you came out, time of introspection, you know, repenting some things. And so I was sitting up there, really struggling. And I said, "Okay, Lord, I'm I'm just going to examine my life, and I just want you to show me, you know, what it is you want me to do." And it was clear through people who didn't even know me. Uh, I mean, they'd just walk up to me and say, "You know, are you in full time ministry? Uh, God's going to use you in full time ministry." I go to prayer meeting and I get somebody say, "Oh, the Lord showed me." I'm like, "Can these people leave me alone? You know what I mean?" It's like. You know what I mean? I want to make money. You know, what I mean? that's what I want to do. And uh and so my 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 mentor came to me one day and we were just praying. It was a Thursday night. Uh it was just before Yom Kippur, and he said, Joe, I think this verse is for you. In your weakness I am made strong. And I knew what it meant. Making money was a strong suit for me. Been doing it my whole life. You know, talking in front of people. Ministry, I didn't like that much. I like being behind the scenes. I didn't want to be accountable. I didn't want accountability. I just wanted to have control without, <laughs> without accountability. And uh, but God, He said God doesn't need your strength. You know, He wants the glory, and He gets it through your weakness. And that day, I decided that I was gonna, I was gonna let it go. I went to my boss. Uh, it was in September, it was October, it fell in October that year. I I went to my boss and I said, hey, I'm leaving the company. And he said, oh, no, you're not. (laughs) He said, we're going to do everything we can to keep you. They offered me stores, travel, positions. I said, no, I made my mind up. You know, I'm going, I'm leaving, I'm going, you know, into into ministry. And uh, they tried up until March. And he finally let me go. My boss looked at me and said, You know what? You don't have to stay here till June. Until the the phases are complete. He said, You can leave right now. He said, your, your, your heart's not here. You're not here. You know, we release you. We let you go. We'll pay you all the way through through March. You can leave right now. And I and I left. And and, and in that moment I, I, I realized that, that even I had made that decision then, but I, I, I was staying till June because my training didn't start till June and, you know, we had to change the store over in the summer and I didn't want to leave them hanging with the, uh, with the phase moves and, and switching the store over, you know, cause that was like my specialty, uh, switching stores over and, and building stores. And, uh, and so, but they, they let me go and they said, well, you know, we'll do fine. You know, you go do what it is that you need to do. And, uh, and so funny, my, my, my boss was Jewish, right? <laughs> And uh, and and I always, I was, he was always impressed by my faith, but he was even more impressed of my my knowledge and my faith and knowing, uh, about you know the Jewish holidays. You know, I mean, I wasn't quote unquote the Christian who exced out the Jewish holidays and and, and celebrated the the non Jewish ones. And uh, and so you know, we were we remained friends for a long time, you know, and uh, and doing that, I would come back and work during Christmas and do some things with them but I say that to say is that it, we always need in our life a time period where we really examine ourselves. We have to examine ourselves. But it's even better when we have a time in our life where we're around a group of people who are examining themselves and we give them the freedom and right to examine us because we miss some things. We miss some things. And, and, and so whether you do this in January or whether you do this in September, June, August, it 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 really doesn't matter. What matters is is that you give the Holy Spirit carte blanche to point out things in your life, whether it's through you or through the people who are close to you. You know that you you give them that you give them that 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 that, that right that control because it's all for His glory, not for our sensitivity or our pride. And so as I as I plan out the year, as I I look at what's coming up and as I do that, you know, I want to encourage you to to pick a time that you spend time with God. You know, if you have 10 days to spend with him, spend 10 days. You know, if you have three days, one day, but spend time and allow the Holy Spirit to search your heart. Put yourself amongst a group of people that you know and can trust and they can have you go. And in that way, you can have God's. Shalom in your life. The peace that passes all understanding. As always, it's always a joy and a, and a pleasure to, uh, to do this show, to speak into your life. You know, you're always welcome in our church. you're looking for uh, a small church that loves people and loves evangelism, come check us out. Uh, we're going to make sure that something good comes from the hood.